This is U.S. Army. Closer look. I think the job is pretty awesome. Innovating. Insight. Soldiers. Soldiers. Mission. Closer look. Closer look. Those who were there. Uh, and what we need to make sure is we have the most capable army to deliver specific effects on a battlefield relative to U.S. national security interests. Those experiences. Those strategies. Closer look. Closer look. Army Media. Thank you for joining us. Episode three of Closer Look. I'm Elliot Valdez. Atlantic Resolve. You know, there, there's so many different aspects of what we did there. Training designed to reassure NATO allies and partners of America's dedication to enduring peace and stability in the European region in light of the Russian intervention in Ukraine. My name is Staff Sergeant Jeffrey Nealon. Uh, I currently am the state marksmanship trainer in the G3 at Joint Forces Headquarters, California. Our own Jock Bannerman spoke with Staff Sergeant Nealon who recently took part in Atlantic Resolve. You know, we always talk about our four lines of effort, and, and those, are, those are the main four things that we focused on, but there are so many different complementary efforts that really helped out, and uh, range operations, for one, is very significant because we had to show them how we safely run a range. You know, it, it's not something like, they would just go out to the range and just start shooting. They wouldn't tell anyone. There was no deconfliction. They wouldn't even make sure, you know, someone was clear on the other side of the, the range because it's not like they have big berms. I mean, it, it was very serious, and in order for us to be able to train out there with them, we had to show them what right looked like. So we would have to, we had an entire range operation cell that purely advised on how you should safely run a range, range-centered development, uh, and then the other big issue that we ran into was UXO, unexploded ordnance. You know, I mean, you couldn't, you'd walk off into the woods by yourself, and it was very common to find yourself in the middle of a minefield. You're talking about stuff that even predates Oh, absolutely. I mean, this training area had been used since Austro-Hungary ruled this area. So you, when you look at that, and they used it as a training installation, not to mention the countless battles that have been fought there over the years. Uh, I found an AP mine that was dated from, it's an anti-personnel mine. I found it, it was dated from 1950. You know, and then I found anti-tank mines all over. The, I mean, these are just things that are just sitting on the ground there if you just wander off into the woods. So you have to be very careful. And it limits us because it limits us to the space that we're able to use for training there. Because once we find it, we have to shut, we have to shut it down because it's not safe for us. For them, it's, that's every day. You know, anywhere they go, they're gonna find something like that. But for us, it's a big deal, especially because you don't know what's real and what's training. One-on-ones, are usually uh, where things actually start to uh, happen. Yeah. Uh, you make any of those uh, engagements, you make any of those connections one-on-one uh, -on -one with maybe your counterpart or your opposite? For us, their CTC staff had operations personnel and when we would have to interact with them, you're talking to a counterpart. The difficulty that lies with that is they're so officer heavy in the Ukrainian military. They don't have a lot of NCOs, which is one of the one of the things that we're trying to push is NCO development, but uh, to impart responsibility on their NCOs. But for us, you know, I have the same level of responsibility in some cases as lieutenant colonels. So when I'm dealing with counterparts, you know, I'm dealing with someone who is really, you know, much higher ranking than myself and then doesn't necessarily take my rank seriously. So there, there are all these barriers that you need to climb over, but once they start working with you, they see, you know, your level of competence, your level of expertise, and then they start to understand, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm gonna start listening to this guy. So 
There were tons of one-on-one -on -one engagements uh, that, that helped us tremendously, especially once we built the relationship. And we were there for a year, you know, so we were able to see these people every day. It, it established confidence in them that what we were doing was important and that we were taking it very seriously instead of just, you know, coming through every 30 days and getting out like had previously been done. There is an interesting aspect of that that I think would perhaps require a lot longer than we have here <laughs> and uh, from, a, from mm -hmm. an enlisted NCO status that would, that would definitely be used I think in the future. Mm -hmm. But you were told just before we uh, began to be sure and mention something to me. Oh yes, yes. So uh, our, uh, our state in California, the California Army National Guard, well the California National Guard in general, uh, has had a state partnership with the country of Ukraine for the last 23 years, and it's a very, it's a very strong partnership. It's been, it's been a, a you know a steadfast part of our state and something that we love to talk about because it's it's so impactful in what we get to do. And uh, before I even went to Ukraine, my dad's a, a California National Guardsman, and he actually went to Ukraine in the early 90s when the whole program started to kick off. So uh, it, it's very interesting to see and to sell to them that uh, you know these relationships aren't just you know, I'm in the active army and I go somewhere else. No, I'm here for you. And I, it's a very real possibility that I'm gonna spend the next 10 years of my career continuing to work with you constantly. I was in, three, I was in uh, Ukraine three weeks ago, again, doing something completely different than JMTGU, trying to help out the National Guard of Ukraine. So these are consistent themes that we constantly see. These people will work with us all the time. We see them go through the ranks, they see us come through the ranks, and it's very reassuring for them when they see that happen, especially when they see names reoccurring, like in my case. That is very, very yeah. cool. You have uh, already shared some of your personal insights. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in particular, though, that uh, about the engagement from your military standpoint to present day, mm -hmm. now that you've returned, as you just said, you, you were there what, a, mm -hmm. three weeks ago, mm -hmm. but what has left the most lasting impression with you about this particular mission? It's not every day that you get to have an impact on an entire country, you know, and and being able to come to a place and have them take you serious enough, and you're talking to the people who can actually affect change, so that their highest echelons of government that are listening to you and taking direction from you. It's not every day that, that you get to experience something like that. So for us, I like, to, I like to think about back when the United States was first formed. You know, we're fighting in the revolution, and we have these advisors coming from all over the world trying to teach our soldiers how to make an impact. And Baron von Steuben, the guy who'd introduced the Blue Book to us that taught us how to march, that taught us how to be soldiers during Valley Forge, that had a lasting impact, you know, getting close to 300 years now. I mean, to think that we're doing something that's even remotely similar to that and how much of an impact we could have on their country in the future just based off of what we did, it's meaningful. Entry Brigade combat team under the headquarters element houses the combat team under the headquarters element houses the assistant operations NCO. How did you train up for that before going over? I had observer controller trainer experience and I was on a, a security forces advisory and assistance team in Afghanistan. So I was familiar with advising, but I'd never actually been on a staff before. So it was a unique experience for me. Uh, fortunately, I'd worked at Joint Forces Headquarters on a full-time basis. So I was, understand, I was understanding of a lot of the staff functions and uh, I was able to implement a lot of those for our uh, three shop. Challenges. You've got this multinational yeah. group of 
soldiers mm -hmm. from Eastern European countries yes. who are not NATO members no. who are going to be put through their paces to become interoperable with everything that we know and do? Well, I mean, the, the term interoperable doesn't mean that they know everything that we know. So uh, the idea is that they can come in and participate in our exercises and participate in our operations. And we throw around the term seamlessly, but we want them to fit into what we're doing, you know? Uh, so whether that's a staff perspective or whether it's they're there operating on the ground, they fit in with us. Instead of, you know, not just them accomplishing what we're able to accomplish, they're able to do what they do in their own unique way, but at the same time, you know, they have the same staff functions that we do and they can fit in with what we're doing. Sort of setting a standard for them to do the same things that they do, but to the standard that is universally recognized. Precisely, yep. It's not anything that's actually accomplishable because obviously there's, there's friction at every step of the way. There's uh, cultural means that, that step in the way. You know, we have to get over our cultural differences and, and find a, a common ground so that we can work together uh, in a more you know, comprehensive fashion. But, you know, so seamless is like, it's what everyone wants to say, but it's not really realistic. How about language? Language is, uh, is always a challenge. You know, the, the first thing that I did when I got there, and it helped me out tremendously, was learning the Cyrillic alphabet. So, uh, you know, there's so many resources that are out there. I actually found an app that said, uh, learn to read Russian in three hours. Really? Well, it actually worked fantastic. I was able to go through and understand each letter and the pronunciation of it, and it, it saved my life. Because something that we have to understand is that so much of new technology is coming out of the United States. Uh, and that's not just limited to the United States, it's international, it goes all over the world. So for us, uh, most of those words are English words, you know, so if you go to a technology store, like a, an electronics store, the signs you're seeing, it says internet, it says computer, it says telephone, it just says it in Cyrillic. So if you're able to read it, you're, you, can, you can identify things a lot easier there. If you had to explain to someone mm -hmm. the reason for your mission, yes, what would you tell them? I would tell them institutional reform and to make their country NATO interoperable. And that's just so that they're coming closer to the West. You know, they, they have so many issues there and not just within the conflict in the East or the Russian annexation of Crimea. You know, institutionally, they have a lot of systems and processes that they need to work on. So for us to be able to come in in an enduring fashion and help them um, fix a lot of those issues or at least show them what we do and how we do it so that they can come up with their own solutions, it's very meaningful. So that's what I would say, institutional reform to make them NATO inter interoperable so that they can align themselves with the Western Europe. This is U.S. Army. Closer look. I think the job is pretty awesome. Innovating. Insight. Soldiers. Soldiers. Mission. Closer look. Closer look. Those who were there. Uh, and what we need to make sure is we have the most capable Army to deliver specific effects on a battlefield relative to U.S. national security interests. Those experiences. Those strategies. Closer look. Closer look. Army Media. 